Coming up today on Locked On Texas Tech, Brett Yormark hits the LBK and answers the question, do your huevos hang low? Do they wobble to and fro? Can you tie them in a knot? Can you tie them in a bow? Can you throw them over your shoulder like a continental soldier? Do your huevos hang low? See. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Great to be with you again on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network. And thanks as always for making us your first listen on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. He's the only Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. Chris, great to be back with you, man, and some fun stuff to get into today as we are digesting some of what went down yesterday at the Red Raider kickoff lunch. And before the week is done, we'll get to some thoughts from head coach Joey McGuire coming up tomorrow from the kickoff luncheon, but wanted to spend some time today with the man in the nice suit, the man at the helm of the Big 12 Conference, the one and only Brett Yormark, who was uh, lighting the crowd on fire in various ways, some of which we will bring to you here today. Talking Thanksgiving plans, talking television plans, talking 2031 plans. I mean, there was a whole lot of interesting stuff to process you can find the conversation in its entirety on the Texas Tech Red Raiders YouTube page. I'd encourage you, if you're interested in such things and didn't have a chance to make it out yesterday, uh, to go take in the conversation in its entirety. But we'll get some of what stood out to Chris as he was in attendance yesterday. But Chris, I want to begin with the television part of the conversation because I thought his perspective shared was really interesting. Is it related to the steps already taken to get the deal that they have gotten at the time that they did? And then also what is possibly still to come as we reach the end of the decade. On that, here is Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark. For me, and during those negotiations, it was never about chasing the SEC or chasing the Big Ten. In life, I think it's more about being the best version of yourself. I know Coach feels the same way. He's not chasing other teams. It's all about living up to the potential of who you are. And we did that. We know there's a gap between us and the Big Ten and the SEC, but our strategy was two bites at the apple. Let's gain stability and certainty for this conference and then go back into the marketplace in 31 before the SEC and before the ACC and narrow the gap. And that's what our intention is and it was when we're going through this process. Getting ahead of the Pac-12 and solidifying that deal with the two biggest distributors in the business gave us momentum for the last year. It was really the catalyst for everything we did. Really interesting stuff, Chris, and always interesting to get it straight from the horse's mouth. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's a look behind the curtain on kind of what what their thinking was and, and why things were the way that they were. And again, he could say whatever he wants now that things are done and there's a lot of things that have happened, but... I think other people have kind of semi hinted at this and reported it, uh, reported this based on the timelines of what deal you got done when you got it done. And then for how long you got it done based on, you know, the other deals out there, because what he's suggesting is, you, you know, we, we, we needed to create stability for our league done. We needed to get a, a deal done with, with linear, television partners again they got that done and skipped ahead of the pac-12 but also it's not such a like the 
what he's hinting at too is the ACC's media deal is just forever off until right. 2035 or 36. They clearly wanted long long term stability, and they were willing to sell their soul a bit for that for security because it was very tenuous at the time that they struck that deal and like yep. you weren't sure how many more deals there were to be had or how many people were going to give you a network uh you know like the pac-12 network acc network sec all that stuff so he but that but they i think brett yormark is wanting to basically say we got this deal done and then we're going to get you know be able to negotiate a new deal uh pretty quickly here in in the grand scheme of things before the sec and before the acc do their next deal. And so now that now this will be a 16 team league. And so I, I, I loved him. He's a really good speaker, man. I oh, mean, yeah. he, it's easy to see why he's a good salesman and speaker and marketer and all those things. I mean, he's, he's very captivating when you listen to him. Yeah, no question. I mean, there's some of those guys, uh, you hear him talking uh, on a microphone <clears throat> and uh, maybe just like every fifth word is worth taking in, but a guy like Brett Yormark, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just hanging on every word because it's really insightful. And I don't think he bullshits you. I think it's brass tacks. And I like the transparency. I like the realness. And, Chris, I like the fact – because we get this so much in college sports. I, I get that it's it's marketing and sales, and you do have to kind of BS the public. If you're the Aggies, you got to claim a national championship or something on your wall with an asterisk because who really cares at the end of the day? I get that, right? It, it is the land of BS when we're talking about marketing your sports programs. But I like the fact that he steps out there and says, look, we know there's a gap between the Big Ten and the SEC. What moron couldn't see that? Now, here's our plan to try to either attempt to close it, if that's even possible, or maintain some pace. And that just seems totally different and refreshing to me, Chris. This might even say that out loud from a commissioner's point of view because – it just seems like all along it's like, oh no, no, we're we're in great shape. We're the Pac-12, and hell, we may be the best conference in the land. What would lead you to think otherwise? When that person himself, Dan Lanning, or the Jack Wagon in Tempe, Arizona, and now I'm just back into slamming these idiots in the Pac-12. But you get what I'm saying. Delusion runs rampant, and sometimes I just think, oh, it must just be marketing or sales. And then you get to a point and you think. No, maybe they are actually delusional. I don't know. Maybe it's a combination of both. This guy is anything but those things, it seems like. I, I like the way that he laid out what is the reality. And probably everybody in that room knows is the reality. You have some ground to cover to try and maintain pace or catch up. But I like him presenting his plan uh, to try and do so. I, I really there, – there's 1,200 people there. I mean, this was at the Lubbock Civic Center. It, it was completely packed. And, you know, you have the whole football team there and there's all kinds of donors and, and other programs, coaches and all that stuff. And, and as I'm listening to him talk, I, I legitimately wondered, like, I wonder, I wonder how many people have no idea about this stuff or care about it. Plenty. Um, I would yeah, think. I, I would think so. Yeah. And that, that was my thought. However, people should care uh, at some level because you, you're – your, your your fan, your, your view as a fan, your view as a whatever you are in this scheme of things, if you care enough to be at this kickoff luncheon, it would change drastically if the things he's talking about hadn't gotten done. Yeah. You know, uh, you, you know, and, and and there wouldn't be cranes over there building uh, fancy stuff and all <laughs> the things that we love and that we're used to because you're trying to be a part of the fight, right? You're trying right. to be a part of big-time college athletics 
And if not for the for the, uh, the the things that he's discussing here in these television deals, it, it's it's vital to your existence, really, uh, as a as a tech fan or tech alum or whatever. If you want to see your institution competing at a at a high level, but I I did sit there and go, man, he's getting into the weeds here. I mean, he's really yeah. talking about some of the minutia of what what went on, when it went on, and why it went on. And uh, anyway, it was kind of fascinating to me. And fascinating to me, I've been to a few of these kickoff luncheons over the years. I didn't get to attend yesterday's, uh, unfortunately. But um, it seems like year after year, they have kind of a tendency to uh, trend in a more involved kind of direction or a more engaged kind of direction, bigger show, bigger production, whatever it might be. Am I crazy or did it really look like a bigger show, bigger production this particular year? I mean, you saw, uh, I think I saw in the video, like, Mac Brown, Matt Rule were introducing Joey McGuire with taped messages among maybe some others I missed. It just, it, it's a long ways from what I remember the first time I ever went, which was in August of 2009. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they've tried to up their game. I think, uh, you know, that that's uh, our, our man Giovanetti's kind of, uh, you know, world. And they tried to, they, yeah, the Rob Father, they try to, I mean, it, it's always been a big to-do, and you have the band there and cheerleaders there and all that stuff. But now that basically they televise it. They put it on YouTube. And, yeah, yeah there, there's a lot of bells and whistles. They try to tighten the script up. They're very particular about who speaks uh, at it. And, you know, the football coach is always the headliner. But, you know, yesterday you could make the argument that, that it was kind of co-headlined or <laughs> co-main event by Brett Yormark. And then and obviously Kirby Hocutt and President Skuvenick spoke. But I just think that was a, a nice touch uh, is they they rarely can surprise Joey. Uh, I think they, they, they Joey surprises so many people with things that he does or says and all these things. But this was Tech's way to kind of maybe tip their cap to their head football coach, and they let because I tell you what what they really did is they got Mac Brown and they got Matt Rule to kind of introduce Joey before he came up. But then also it was Garrett McGuire, his son, who was on uh, Matt Rule's staff. And I think they were trying to, you know, J Joey was like, man, you're going to get me emotional before get I the water get going here. Going. That's right. Because uh, Garrett, Garrett's worked with the Matt Rule for the Carolina Panthers. He's now yeah. on the Nebraska staff. And uh, I, I think that tells you all you need to know about Joey's relationship with Matt Rule and that this is who I want my son to learn this industry from. So anyway, I, I got a kick out of it. But you're right. Bells and whistles. It was awesome. I, I yeah. love it. Look great, look first class, and that's really cool. I didn't, I did not see the the Garrett McGuire po McGuire portion of the video, so that's awesome. You give me a little tingle just sitting here thinking about <laughs> it uh, this morning. That's really cool. And you know what else can you say about where Commissioner Yormark's rooting interests lie? Well, you can't really say anything more than what he already said, which was essentially uncharted territory for a conference commissioner at the mic, but it sounded like the people in Lubbock loved it. Here again, Commissioner Yormark. First, today's episode brought to you by eBay Motors. And if you want a winning team, you need winning parts, and they've got to fit together exactly right. And it's no different whenever it comes to your car or truck. Every part has got to fit together perfectly. And that's where eBay Motors comes in with eBay's guaranteed fit. You can be sure every part you need is going to fit exactly right the first time Every time head to ebaymotors.com right now. All you got to do is add your right info to the My Garage portal and then look for the green check to know the part is going to be an exact fit or you get your money back. No risk in sports or in life. Confidence 
is the name of the game, and that's exactly what you'll have when you shop on eBay Motors. So head to ebaymotors.com, and with over 122 million parts to choose from and the right parts guaranteed, you're going to be back in the game and on the road in no time. So get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Uncharted territory for a conference commissioner at the mic. But it sounded like the people in Lubbock loved it. Here again, Commissioner Yormark. Candidly, we were able to get Texas and Oklahoma out a year early. That was a big deal for us, and I think all of you. Okay? And coach, I'm not going to put any pressure on you, but I'm going to be in Austin for Thanksgiving. Okay? And you better take care of business like you did right here in Lubbock last year. Okay? <laughs> if there was ever a time for a conference commissioner to say screw one of our members hope you take it to them the time is now but i have never seen such a time before chris that was a unique experience <laughs> yeah um and i i'm i'm sitting there and listening to it and and you get into these uh environments and and, the, and a coach or an administrator will say things to, and play to the crowd a little right. bit it's kind of like uh it's kind of like the, the they call it uh, a cheap pop in professional wrestling. When, when you go to a, a certain city and you're the good guy, you're like, it's so good to be here in Lubbock, Texas, and the crowd, of course, is going to be like, yeah, you know, all that stuff, right? So you're 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 playing to the crowd. Um, and and when he said it, I kind of I didn't think a lot of it at the time, I you know, but. I, you have to understand that what you say at these venues, that there's TV cameras in the back, there's there's people that were were live tweeting it and all these different things or xing it, whatever we're calling it these days. <laughs> um, I, I didn't I didn't gather that it would kind of pick up a bunch of steam and kind of be a be a story. Uh, the first thing I will tell you though, just candidly, is when I saw the some of the the reactions to this out there from from folks not in Lubbock whether it be national, regional, or in Austin or whatever, my first reaction was. <laughs> I, mean, I, I couldn't get enough of it. I mean, inject it right into my veins. Cry like, more. Do, do you know how many times the tech fan has been frustrated with officiating in Austin, the commissioner about what is going on in Austin, all that? So you know what? You know what? It is it, it, kind of nice, you know what? I, I, I mean, pour it all over me, man. I, I, I hope he comes here and I go to a luncheon today and he says the same thing. And I hope he really meant it. And I get the people suggesting unprofessional. You can't do that. Right? You know, we, we can't suggest that there would be any sh- shenanigans or shadiness. Oh, no, the way you course. run this league. Yeah, I, you know, whatever. No, 
Uh, we'll, we'll just we'll just take a page from the Vince McMahon uh, playbook and like you know that that's not on the script. You're 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 leaving for the other that's other right. company. It, it's like uh, you know I'll just keep going with the wrestling. I stuff. know I know where you're it, going. It, it's, it's like it's like when uh, when when Kevin Nash or uh, Razor Ramon or Hulk Hogan or or the Macho Man when they had like okay we're done with you WWF we're going to the WCW way going back Bischoff. in the day. Yeah. <laughs> So are you saying, Chris, are you saying the SEC will have their moment in the sun, uh, sun, I think like 82 weeks, and then maybe shun was a Freudian slip, and then the Big 12 will buy them and shut them down? I hope this analogy continues. That's probably taking it too far. Because Vince McMahon got the last laugh, baby. Yes, he did. Hey, I own own my own competition. Yeah, I think, yeah. UT, UT fans, UT pundits, shut up. You're lucky that we didn't send you to Cincinnati for nine conference games straight. And you should have. That would have been my vote if I was at the top. The hell with the Longhorns, the Sooners, and all their feelings. And if I'm Brett Yormark, why would you not play to the people you're working for? Which is not Chris Delphi, and it's not whoever's the guy. Castiglione's gone, I guess. I don't know. You get the idea. Why would you not play to your crowd? And Big 12 people are now your crowd. So I loved it. And I don't think that there is anybody, obviously, not in orange or in whatever they wear in Norman cream that was uh, not enjoying it. So kudos to you, Commissioner Yormark. Cheap pop. No way. He worked for that one. He worked for that. (laughs) But it was a it was a wonderful reminder. All all of it. However, whatever side you're on and, 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 and everything about it, it was a wonderful reminder of why we love and care about this stuff so much. <laughs> I mean, seriously, because people care. Yeah. People were triggered. People were applauding. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, pe- people were like, <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the whole deal. I mean, it, it, but it's why we love this stuff so much. And that's what the Big 12 is in desperate need of. Um, either sustaining or generating more of fan bases that care. I mean, that those are the games you want to have. You want people on the other side that care as much as you or possibly even more. That is what makes it so much fun. And uh, I don't know, Chris, I think we're in for a season in the Big 12 Conference where, and maybe it's just a little church camp high. It might level off as some of the emotion wanes. But I think you're going to see a lot of care from remaining Big 12 fan bases I think Texas Tech is going to do their part. I'm hoping I'm correct on uh, the remaining hateful eight elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I think the care factor at some level in, in some of these matchups, games, opponents, whatever, you know, when you're because I mean, Crystal Connie, the athletic director of Texas, he's basically his big mantra is embrace the hate, you know, <laughs> just like play the heel, you know, just like embrace it and, you know, be uh, be Roddy Piper. Um, you know, and like, uh, you know, just, just, just stir them up. Yeah. The okay. I'm uncomfortable with putting hot rod in any company with the Longhorns, but I'll, I'll let it stand. I'll let it stand. I, uh, I need to stop with the, 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 the comparisons of wrestling analogies, but th- this is, this is essentially embrace the bad guy role and all that. And I think plenty of people will help them do that. Um, I oh, think yeah. that, I think that not only Brett Yormark, but most of the league, if not all the league, and, and, and so many, so much of the country will be rooting for Texas Tech the day after Thanksgiving. 
No just question. Kinda how it, just kind of how it goes. Uh, is uh, is Steve Sarkeesian's mantra still all gas, no brakes? Or is it, hey, guys, the Alibo Bowl is not that bad? Has that changed, or is we, he going? Guys, we didn't get blown out. I mean, we did. We we we, we did lose a close one, but hey. that should have been the day they fired Steve Sarkeesian. And if you have a friend in your life, that would be the day you'd kick them out of the circle. Anytime you hear a person say, and this is a quote from Steve Sarkeesian, by the way, I'm not making this up. You guys know my mantra, right? If you just hear that come out of anybody's mouth, and you're not like on a beach in California or hate Ashbury or Laurel Canyon with Jim Morrison. Just get out of there, okay? Because that dude is going to wear you out. You know my mantra, right? We're back <laughs> after this is our mantra. We're talking Texas Tech football coming up ahead, and we're going to get back to our CNC Electric Factory preseason notables. We gave you impact freshmen yesterday. Today we're talking sleepers, guys that either have not been full-time starters, maybe rotationally a season ago, or have just been part of a rotation depth chart but are going to be in a starting position to kick off 2023, and we are expecting extreme impact. <laughs> we'll get to those coming up next on Locked On Texas Tech. First, today's episode brought to you by BetterHelp, and life is full of uncertainty for all of us. Which path to take or how to get down the road in general, the answers are not always clear. Whether it involves your relationships, career, or anything else, Talking through it can help you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate the course of your life, giving you the chance to approach the day with confidence and enthusiasm. Therapy is not just for those who have been through major trauma. It's for anybody and everybody looking to be the best version of themselves. BetterHelp is entirely online and designed to be convenient and flexible to suit your schedule. So visit BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnCollege today to get 10% off your first month. That's at BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnCollege to get 10% off your first month and get busy charting your life's course today with BetterHelp. Glad to have you along for the ride on Locked On at Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network with Chris. I'm Casey. Kevin Atcha from west of the 100th Meridian where it's really going down. And wrapping up today's episode, back in the 806 with the good guys. Joey McGuire and company, fall camp continues. And as we lead up to game week, which is just on the other side of the weekend, Chris and I are hitting on three different categories of Red Raider. These are preseason notables. We're talking impact freshmen. We're talking sleeper heading into the season, and we're talking breakout star. Now, a sleeper is somebody we're considering as not a full-time starter a year ago. May have started a few games here or there. Maybe they were hampered by injury or rotation or, or whatever it might have been. But this year, expecting them to really take a significant step into full-time starter, cornerstone, foundational piece kind of player so yesterday among the freshmen if you missed it you can obviously catch it on youtube uh michael dingle and chapman lewis uh, my choice and chris's choice respectively so as for today's red raider sleepers if you watch this show these are names you heard before you're probably not sleeping on them but i still think in mass chris these are guys that red raider fans are going to have to get to know as the season begins and will probably enjoy it as the season rolls on, because these seem like really good football players. Sleepers for maybe different reasons as well. You went Tyler Owens. 
I went Jacob Rodriguez. We are still, Chris, on the defensive side of the football as we were exclusively yesterday. Rodriguez, linebacker, Owens, a safety. And I say for some different reasons because you talk about a guy like Tyler Owens, some injuries getting in his way. Much different path to this season than a guy like Jacob Rodriguez. You have been beating the Tyler Owens drum for some time now, Chris. So let's begin with Mr. Owens. What brought him to mind when you think about a Red Raider sleeper heading into the year? Yeah, I I, uh, I love both of these choices. Uh, I, I love both of these players. I think these are guys that, you know, again, they just kind of got their – they dipped their toe in the college football waters last year a bit. Uh, we both saw them play. We we, we both saw them start. Just, just – I, I think Tyler Owens maybe started three games. I don't know if Jacob Rodriguez actually technically started any games, hence the reason that we're – that they can fill in uh, the category here, but like Tyler Owens, again, it, it's been well documented. You know, Reggie Pearson made the decision to transfer to Oklahoma in in December. I think it was in some ways surprising, but what 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 happened was is that they do these bowl practices, and Tyler Owens had basically, I think, they had told Reggie Pearson, "Hey, T Tyler's going to start in this bowl game." You know, he he had essentially passed him up on the depth chart. And this is a complete player. Uh, I think I think Reggie is as physical as he is, and as much as he he gets downhill and will pop you, and he did that so much last year, he really struggles in coverage. Uh, great kid. Just, uh, again, that, that's one of his weaknesses as a player. Tyler Owens is much more complete. I think that you look at that bowl game. I, I looked at you know his stat line for the bowl game. The last time we saw him, six tackles, an interception, a forced fumble, and two uh, pass breakups. It's hard to do much more than that as a safety in, in a, in a game, much less <laughs> yeah. a, a high level game. Okay. Um, he's yeah, that's a month. For I some mean, guys. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. He's physical. Uh, he's rangy and he is an NFL type candidate here. Uh, I think that he's got uh, a, a next phase of his career after this one. Again, if, he continues the the same you know trajectory that he's been on, and and if he can stay healthy, because the measurables are there. This is a former four star, big time recruit too. Um, he transferred here from Texas and wanted to change the scenery, and I think it's going to work out for him here. But I am extremely uh, high on on Tyler Owens heading into the season. Just just hope for health, man. Just hope for yep. durability, like so many of these guys. Because I think if you get that, you'll really like what you see. Agree completely, man. I think he will be one of the most exciting Red Raiders that maybe Tech fans don't know that much about or not all that aware of right now. But very soon, uh, that's going to change. How about our guy, Jacob Rodriguez? Uh, feeling as important of a pair of shoes, I think, as there are really anywhere. Uh, when you talk about the linebacking core, Josiah Pierre stepping in from the edge to the interior. And Rodriguez will be there right beside him, of course, replacing the departed Krishan Merriweather and Kosai Eldridge. Yeah, you know, I, I think uh, – I feel like we've talked a lot about Jacob, I guess, somewhat recently. But Jacob is one of the best, you know, players in general. Like, you could throw him out there in a variety of different places, ways, you know, whatever, and he's going to excel. And, and I think that this position could be really solidified uh, Cowan, even though we're a bit nervous about Krishan and and Kosai leaving, it could be really solidified. But again, you know, Jacob missed the spring because of that shoulder. 
He's one of the best blitzers on the team, too. This is a kind of a weird trait, uh, you know, stat. Uh, I don't know how they would track that. He just has a knack of, like, when you send him on a pressure, he just has a way of getting home and really, like, he's shot out of a cannon. He'll have to be more complete here and play the run and drop in coverage and, and all those things. But I've heard uh, DeRuiter say he gets through the hole skinny and comes out fat. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's a great and, descriptor. <laughs> that's right, and and I think that's a that's a football term, right. uh, like the way that they yeah, because it's like you got to sneak through there, and then you you, you <laughs> then show you up, be and big. all of a sudden yeah, you get yeah. big again. But but this is where he really excelled last year. But now we need to see. It's like we were talking about on uh, you know yesterday's show or the day before about Miles Price. Look, we know he can catch the ball and make people miss and all that, but it's all the stuff that comes with it. And that's the – you're at the level now, if you're trying to compete for a conference championship and maybe more, you have to have guys that take those next steps with some of the nuances of, of what they do and keeping keeping blockers off of them, you know, getting get, – you know, not having a, a coverage bust and understanding the scheme a bit better. I mean, all those little things that just make you – uh, and again, you know, you want to you want to keep uh, this young man healthy, but they've got some depth there. But yeah, you'll like. Uh, I think it's a great choice by you and Jacob Rodriguez. I, I love it. Rodriguez and Owens, our guys for the sleeper category tomorrow to wrap up the week. We're back with breakout Red Raiders guys that we have seen as starters a season ago, but anticipating a transition from starter to star in 2023 we'll have some names for you tomorrow of course always want to hear from you chiming in with your thoughts your candidates agreement or disagreement there in the youtube comments either on the impact freshman yesterday or jacob rodriguez and tyler owens being our sleepers today so let us know what you think and we'll be back around once again tomorrow to do it all over chris appreciate the time as always man and uh, we'll get back with you tomorrow to wrap up the week Absolutely, man. Enjoyed it. Uh, we are getting closer, uh, and uh, the weekend is near. There's football this weekend. That's right. Uh, yeah, but we got one more day to go. So look forward to being with you tomorrow, man. But keep hope alive out there, everybody. Final week of the offseason. We have almost made it to game week, boys and girls. Thanks for saddling up and joining us for the ride. All the while, back tomorrow to do it again and hope to see you there on YouTube or wherever you got this podcast. Make sure you're subscribed. So you never miss an episode. For Chris, I'm Casey. We'll see you then on Locked On Texas Tech.